Welcome to Wonder World Book Cafe. I'm imagining we're nestled inside a cozy cafe with a cup of tea or a vanilla latte, chatting about our favorite books, authors, and anything else bookish. I'm Susan Taylor and so glad to be here right now. When deciding what to read, often I'm drawn to stories that fuel my own interest in history, love of travel, and longing to learn about people and cultures around our world. In this cafe, I serve up books written mostly for middle school students and young adults. But even though they're written for our preteens and teens, you'll find joy in these stories too. Books written for these audiences are very often compelling for readers of all ages. You're in the right place, especially if you'd like to know more about the world through the eyes of our youth and what they face growing up in today's landscape. You recommend books to others, especially younger audiences. Or you're a reader who's always up for new suggestions. I'm in the cafe, curled up in the cozy chair, the one by the window where sunlight is streaming in. With a book in my hand and steam rising from my mug, let's talk literature. The me I knew was gone. She'd disappeared. This new person who stood here pretending to be me, I had no idea who she was. But I knew I'd like her one day because she found courage. The courage to live despite everything that had happened. This quote is from today's featured book, Even When Your Voice Shakes. Written by Ruby Yaira Goka, one of Ghana's most celebrated children's authors. This is a work of fiction. It's 221 pages. While it's helpful to suggest age appropriateness when matching readers to books, it's subjective based on individual readers, their interests, and developmental levels. My recommendation for this audience is young adults, and adults, of course. Knowing the main character's age often helps with age recommendations. Here, she's 16 years old. While reading, I referenced the glossary for the italicized words. This was a really helpful addition to the book. Amerily is living in a small village in Accra, Ghana, with her three younger sisters and her emotionally absent mother. Her father is altogether absent emotionally and physically, though he does show up irregularly. Even living in a small compound that is in disrepair with a communal bathroom where fetching water is part of the day's chores, her mother cannot afford the rent. Political corruption here is abound. Amerly bears the burden of the household, eviction notices, an insufficient food supply, and constant worries about her siblings who are sent home when their school fees go unpaid. Amerly dreams of an apprenticeship to achieve her goal of becoming a seamstress, though this is entirely impossible until one of mother's wealthy friends from long ago pays a visit. Rosina wants Amerily to move into her large home to help with house chores. Here's the deal. Her wages will assist her mother and sisters. And after two years of service, Rosina promises to send Amerily to a prestigious fashion school. Amerily says she feels like she's being traded at a market. And even though she doesn't trust her own mother or Rosina, what choice does she have? At Rosina's luxurious compound, Amerily joins a crew of other servants and chauffeurs. She adjusts to life with Rosina's children, 
her biological children, and one older stepson, who have more than they could possibly need or want. And while it's not an ideal situation, Amerily takes heart knowing that her mom and sister's rent is paid, and soon enough, she'll be attending designer school. All changes one evening when Amerily is raped by Rosina's stepson. Amerily is forced to keep this a secret or risk enduring all the threats he imposes. When the adults finally find out, their reactions include blaming Amerily, refusing medical treatment because they don't want the police involved, and a boys will be boys comment. Amerily has a connection to an attorney in town who offers to represent her in court. Don't miss the epilogue written eight years later to gain further insight and to learn how this story continues. I'd like to mention for some readers, certain topics are off limits or could be unsettling, especially when we consider our young adult readers. This story includes poverty, teen pregnancy, adult addictions to alcohol and prescription drugs, teenage romance, sexual violence, rape, and a culture where rape is not the fault of the abuser. If you're wondering who may be drawn to this story, mature readers who appreciate stories with strong female characters are a natural audience, along with those who want to shout from the rooftops about important issues women continue to face around the world. Consider pairing Amerily's story with the autobiography, I Am Nujid, age 10 and divorced, by Nujid Ali and Delphine Minoy. This powerful book contains an important topic and isn't only for female readers. If you're an adult who wants to have conversations around this critical topic, this novel can serve as a springboard for sensitive and valued, valuable conversations centered around consent and boundaries. Be sure to check out this author's website. She's a dentist who lives in Ghana, the setting of her novel. Goka has written an impressive number of other award-winning books. Please share this podcast with others who love books as much as you. A rating or a review or both brings light to my day. Be sure to check out the episode notes for all the items mentioned here and for a transcript. Let's connect. If you have questions or want to recommend books, send an email to wonderworldbookcafe at gmail.com or find Wonderworld Book Cafe on Instagram. Thanks for spending time in Wonderworld Book Cafe. I hope you can create time to cozy up with your favorite beverage and a book this week. Be curious and wonder. The world needs the light that comes from a world of readers. Thank you.